Claus again. It's Anna. And Alyssa. Excuse me, this is a German podcast. And Alyssa. There we go. <laughs> I don't even know. And Alyssa. Und? Und Alyssa. Und Alyssa. <laughs> and we are Northern Fries. <laughs> German podcast. This is, a, this is a different episode today because... Um, we actually don't really have any stories mm-hmm. for this week. We'll have more stories next week. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to still say hi to you guys and tell you about a couple of things. Yeah, we wanted to check in. Mm-hmm. Um, this week we're not doing one because next week we should have two big stories. Yeah. And um, the one I'll be doing next week, and this is your one-week warning, is a um, layout, whatever, of the book I read this month. Which is Limb from Limb by George Hunter. So I finished that a, a couple of days ago and I'll be looking through my notes and coming to the podcast with that. And I will be doing something fun. Something fun. So. That sounds good. Um, I have one thing extra. So if you want to pull out your reading book list, um, the next one I'll be re- reading is Kiss of the She-Devil. By M. William Phelps. Um, while I was just looking into the book a little bit, I didn't want to do it till I wrapped up limb from limb, mm-hmm. but I did see that Oxygen has a, an episode on it. Um, it's on Snapped, mm-hmm. and it's season 28, episode 17, and it's called Donna Trapani. Okay. T-R-A-P-A-N-I. Um... Unfortunately, I don't have oxygen or any access to it. Uh, <laughs> I tried very hard to at least get that pulled up and ready to queue it up. Sure. Um, but I don't. But if you want to get a snippet of the, the story, you can um, look into that. And just to clarify, that's for the next book. Okay. Kiss by the She-Devil. Or Kiss of the She-Devil. And that's the book that you're reading. After. February, yeah, for February and after. Um, okay. Next week, I'll be discussing Limb from Limb. By George Hunter. So, cool. it's your one week warning. This is your one week warning. <laughs> Figure it out. Study up. There will be a quiz. Ooh, Please. that'd actually be interesting. Like, <laughs> uh, lay out the case and I'll be like, where are you listening? <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? Like, oh, what day? <laughs> uh, what was his uh, first lie? <laughs> uh, he, he likes American cheese. <laughs> mm, very good. Um... I do have a little baby update on a case that we oh. have. We didn't cover it, but it, it's in everybody's true crime knowledge, oh, I'm boy. sure. So the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> no, nope, this is different. <laughs> this is the infamous D.B. Cooper. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about this? I heard See a something, news article but I or didn't something? read it. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll read it today. This was on Apple News. Um, basically, a prominent suspect... In the case, in the D.B. Cooper case, um, has died. So he was uh, suspected that he was D.B. Cooper. Mm -hmm. And I really like the article because it sort of lays out a little bit about why they suspected him. Mm -hmm. Um, So just a little background on the D.B. Cooper is that it was a 1971 skyjacking Mm -hmm. by a man using the name Dan Cooper. Mm -hmm. Um. He ransomed 36 hostages hostages aboard a Northwest Orient flight um, for Mm $200,000 and then parachuted from the plane with the money. 
And as we know, he disappeared from sight mm-hmm. and into history. Yeah. <laughs> and we never truly knew who he was. Yeah. So the person that they brought up in this article is a person named Sheridan Sheridan Peterson. Mm-hmm. And why he was one of the suspects is because he had experience as a smoke jumper. Oh. He loved skydiving and taking physical risk, risks. And then he even reportedly, quote, experimented with homemade bat wings. Homemade bat wings. How cool is that? <laughs> I loved it. So he died this January 8th, and he was also in the Marines during World War II, and then worked as a technical editor at Boeing. Oh. So it's like a lot yeah. of different reasons why. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So, this case specifically remains one of the only unsolved skyjacking in U.S. history. Mm. And they had lots of candidates at the top of the list. Um, but someone who had investigated this case for a long time mm-hmm. felt that Peterson was 98% certain. Or, wow. he was 98% certain that Peterson had done it. Wow. Um, and interestingly, Peterson... Quote, flirted with the idea that he was D.B. Cooper on a number of occasions. He was prominently, he most prominently toyed with suspicion in 2007 in an issue of Smoke Jumper, which is a magazine published by the National Smoke Jumper Association, as you know, Anna. Well, actually, my dad was a smoke jumper. Do you? You know this? Well, my dad was a smoke jumper. What is it? So it's, there's like a, um forest fire oh okay they'll jump literally jump into the fire okay and like oh neat put it out okay yeah from the inside from the inside take it down take down the fire i learned a lot of facts about forest fires i love that that's why i was obsessed with this makes a lot of sense (laughs) i love that story and it's all connecting now yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then peterson goes on to say quote actually the fbi had good reason to suspect me friends and associates agreed that i was without a doubt D.B. Cooper. Mm. There were too many circumstances involved for it to be a coincidence. Mm. At the time of the heist, I was 44 years old. That was the approximate age Cooper was to assume to have been, and I closely resemble the sketches. So I printed out the sketch and Peterson. Oh, he for sure did. Right? It's like a mat. (laughs) That's a great sketch artist thing, and it's no wonder. Yeah. Um, Peterson also admitted that he did himself no favors when photos resurfaced from a Boeing news sheet that showed him dressed in the exact same formal attire reportedly worn by D.B. Cooper during the heist. Didn't even have the sunglasses on? (laughs) I must have, because it says exactly. And then Peterson insisted that he was in Nepal at the time of the skyjacking. But they continued to monitor him. Mm-hmm. He's like, I didn't do it, but maybe I did. Maybe. <laughs> Isn't that good? That's a good yeah. story. Such a cool uh, case. And another person at the moment? Don't know. Oh, I thought you were going to be sure. like, another person? No. And I'm like, who? And you're like, nobody. <laughs> no, no. It's just him. Just him. Well, there's lots of suspects, but in, yeah. in my rendition today, we'll just say... Probably Sheridan Peterson. Peterson. That looked spot on. Yeah. So if you, if you want to look up the article, the picture is spot on. Him. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. For sure. For sure. Well, For that's all we got today. So next oh, week. Excuse me. I have one oh, thing. Oh, please go. Squeeze I'm so me. sorry. Squeeze me. 
Awesome. So I, was I can't touch at, you, so six feet away. So I was looking at one of our local news sites okay. to, uh, yesterday mm-hmm. and scrolling through, and you know what I saw on there? What? There was a monolith found here in Minnesota. What? Yeah. By here? Cedar Lake in Minneapolis. Which is, let me look it up here. Holy Hannah. Gonna go to the Googles. I'm not gonna ask Siri, because Siri will be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, and she's like, what? And like, <laughs> Missing out, Siri. Disappointing. It's over by the Cedar Isles Dean neighborhood. It's over in a fancy neighborhood. So. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they found one over there. Um, the article says that nobody knows how it got there. But I think it was, like, the park board director or somebody was just, like, artists have to pay in order to put stuff up in the park. Oh, funny. <laughs> and they didn't pay. They didn't pay. They're gonna pay, though. <laughs> so there's gonna be some aliens out there who have the park board director of Minneapolis. Demanding. On their case. <laughs> I love that. Where's my money? <laughs> so based on his response, it sounds like he thinks it's an artist. Yeah. 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 Somebody put it up without permission. Well, it's sort of perfect timing to do something like that. Because, I mean, monoliths, like, um, people were like, where'd this come from? Mm-hmm. That's so cool. And well, then, you and it's know. like, what are the, it looks exactly like the others, so you look oh, it up here. Okay. Monolith. <laughs> monolith. It's really windy out right now, too. So there's a bunch of, like, old vines that are hanging off this building that we're in right oh, yeah. now. And they're, like, whooping around, and I'm like, please stop. You think rats run on stuff? Oh, don't say that. Oh, God. I'm going to say no, because it's the terrified of heights. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. <laughs> Correct your window. Monolith in Minneapolis. Monolith of Minneapolis. I'm sorry, everybody. I should have had the article up when I was... Here it is. I found it. Yay. Wow. Just kidding. That six foot three sided wooden structure okay. has appeared near Cedar Lake, which is close enough, mm-hmm. in Minneapolis. A volunteer who was clearing the area of Buckthorn said Monday that it he has seen it there since early December. So it's been there for a while. Okay. Park board spokesman. Excuse me. Spokeswoman. Spokeswoman. So my apologies to her. Said Don Summers was not aware of the monolith, but said artists need a permit to display art on park land. <laughs> I love you, Don. <laughs> Don was just like, listen. Mm-hmm. There should have been some paperwork filled out. Aliens. There's a fee that they gotta get to us. Mm-hmm. I'm not up for this shenanigans. No. no. I am Don Summers. Park board spokeswoman. <laughs> There's a process and a procedure. Pro- process, procedure, aliens, did not cover any of it. No. They did not follow the rules. <laughs> I've had it. <laughs> I like the tone. Mm. I like it. And I understand. I can just imagine, like, some aliens, like, up in the sky, and they're just like, oh, man, oh, we no. gotta get out of here. Don's mad. Don's, Don's mad. <laughs> <laughs> we made a boo-boo. They know her. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to say Don's mad, and they're like, oh, oh no. Oh, man. We're about to be seen. Again. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Thank um, you for that. I did not hear that at all. Yeah, I saw that yesterday, and I was like, that's when I, I think I had messaged you, and I was like, I got an update. I got podcast. an update. I'm sorry I didn't have that in my notes. Fine. Look down ashamedly. Ashamedly. Is that a word? Blue, blue eyes. 
Disposition of shape and leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Alright. That's, That's all we got. Sorry about that. Um so we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. And make sure you email us. We yeah. w- would love some email. Yeah. Email us at northernfrights19 at gmail.com mm-hmm. or on Instagram. At northernfrightspod. You can send us a DM. You can comment on any of our posts. Um, just if you do send us a DM, make sure it's a nice one. Yeah. Because I'm a person with feelings. I'm a human. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing is been dm to us that's terrible, so. <laughs> just just an fyi just an fyi but also please uh review and subscribe uh <laughs> my brain just like melted <laughs> i <person>. saw that <laughs> on apple Podcasts. yeah apple Podcasts. you be can great. listen to us anywhere mm-hmm. pretty much yeah so. we're all out there yeah. all right we'll catch you later okay